encanta! Ay, 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 hola, cariño. Hola, amor. And welcome to Uy, Que Horror, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. And this is a podcast where us two, we best friends, watch a scary movie from Latin America every week, and then we talk about it. And it's so much fun. It's a blast, everyone. We're so excited yet again. To be delving into Latinx horror with you. Ay, que maravilla. Uh, <laughs> right off the bat, we just want to let everybody know, yeah, we totally forgot to do the Uis last week with uh, 211 Dia de los Muertos. But I think it goes to show that the Uis, we barely had any Uis, so we forgot yeah. all about it. Well, I'm interested to hear what is your score out of five Uis. I would say it was like a one, a one ooey. <laughs> and only because like, I don't know, I guess because somebody was covered with in blood at one point. Like that's pretty ooey. I'm with you, but I'm going to give it two. Just why am I giving it two? I thought this, I think just because the performances were not terrible. They were actually, some of them sure, I, found, okay. I found pretty good. So you know yeah. what? I'm just going to give that one two ooeys, but just two like ooeys. barely. Yeah, sorry, 211 Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. <laughs> sorry we forgot, but that's Honestly, sometimes what happens in life. Not sorry. Yeah, but, uh, not sorry, bro. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but we got, a, we got a fresh new adventure today. Oh my goodness. We have a film from the lovely land of Peru today, which I was excited to jump fo- in the foray. That's wrong. Sure. That- sure. Let's why not? jump in the foray. and the film that i I picked the film this week it is called el vientre the womb yes from (laughs) 2014 i believe 2014 directed by daniel rodriguez risco and written by daniel and gonzalo rodriguez risco i'm assuming brothers i assume yes probably or or father father son maybe uh, who sure. knows that would be adorable let's assume they're father and son yes father and son <laughs> probably yeah, sorry sorry prob- if you're not guys it's probably not right but whatever who cares would you like to hear a synopsis of please this film? do all right here we go everyone Silvia a beautiful forty five year old widow is obsessed with having a child and finds in attractive but naive Mercedes the perfect candidate to bear it. That's it. Mm. Simple enough, right? Sounds about right, yeah. Great. Great, well, let's freaking dive in into the womb. (laughs) Dive into this womb. Back into the womb (laughs) and, uh, and see the horrors that lie within. Yikes, here we go. We open with a squealing motherfucking pig. Okay, uh, so right off the top, I had to mute this. I it's, straight up had to mute it. nothing worse than slaughterhouse sounds. Oof. And, like, they amplified that shit. Not only was it, like, a squealing pig, like, fucking freaking out about to get killed, but we're in a slaughterhouse, and these people are, like, chopping up meat, and it's just, like, squish, 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 squish. It was so nasty to hear 
and this is your this is what happens the movie opens into this this is what you're first introduced to and there's something about i feel that there's like a classic thing about horror movie but watchers like people who love horror movies you're literally usually watching movies about people being murdered left and right but do not fuck with the dogs the cats, no. the pigs, don't hurt the animals. As soon as Stop. you hurt the animals, you've lost me. And here we are in a slaughterhouse with squealing pigs everywhere. Squealing so, pigs. Here we are. We're here. We see these. We see people working, chopping up livers and lungs and whatever the hell else. And um, there's a particular emphasis on two women, two young, pretty, attractive women. And we see from, like, the head office, is what I'm going to call it, definitely a rich-looking white lady looking out into, like, the, the cutting room floor. And she says, la de la derecha, the one on the right. So she's legit picking somebody, almost like meat, la de la derecha. That T-bone steak over there, that's the one. That's the one that's I the want. One I'm... That's it. Yes. And this white rich lady is Doña Silvia, is what we find out. I wrote, she. I already can tell this is bad news. <laughs> She's very put together, very pretty. Prim uh, and proper. Hair done. And also, this woman is supposed to be 45. Uh-huh. Absolutely not. This actress... She is as a deal with the devil. <laughs> she bathes and she must bathe in blood every night. But whoever the, this beautiful actress they cast, I'm guessing she's our age. She's like mid to late. 30s. No, she she is in her in her forties. Stop. Yeah, because I googled afterwards. I got some info on her. She's fun. Holy shit! Well, she looks amazing. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> she so. Doña Silvia is like the one to the right, and then the guy on the work on the floor is like Mercedes. They buscan. They're looking for you. Come over here. So we learn that the girl to the right is Mercedes, and they kind of have like a little meeting in the office, quiet, silent. You don't hear what they're saying, and then you just see the title card El Vientre. And you're like, oh boy. Híjole. So we. See Mercedes, and she's walking through her, their little Peruvian town. Very cute. She arrives to the house, and there's like piano playing, and it's like a big, a big mansion esque house. There's yes. like um, what would you call it when there's like a a space in the middle of the house, I would like call a patio? That, no. I would call it a courtyard. There's like a, a courtyard. courtyard in the middle. It's a beautiful house. It just so happens, though, to have barred windows. Yeah, there's like barred windows everywhere, but you don't really notice that right away. Yeah. You just like, it's just very big, very beautiful, very old, it looks like. Uh, Doña Silvia is kind of giving the tour to Mercedes. We see an empty bird cage, which yes. is very ominous and telling of what's going on <laughs> right quite symbolic empty cage yes and she also here says please keep the windows closed i don't like to get dust in here which mm-hmm. sure i get that but also a little like nobody comes in here this is my space i live alone nobody comes in 
nobody gets out. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, uh, I live alone. And she asks Mercedes, are you from town? And she's like, yeah, I was born and raised here. And she's like, I'm from Lima, but I've lived here for many years. And she's as they're like talking to each other, we find out that Mercedes is an orphan, but she lives in a boarding house with her friend, uh, whose name I forget now. Whatever. But Perla algo así, no sé. <laughs> so she's she's alone in the world, Mercedes, which is a, also a bad sign, I think. Sure. Do, Doña Silvia is like, well, you know, it's not it's not the boarding house, but I would love it if you lived here with me because it could be a little lonely sometimes. And like this whole time, Mercedes doesn't seem she's like okay there she there, something about her seems apprehensive she's like there's not i don't know what's going on with this lady but there's something about her i don't really trust is what i read from her facial expression i agree it was very subtle which you just uh, it goes to show what a good actress she was i found her to be really really good Oh um, my god, this girl is so good. So good. These both, both these of them. women so great. I agree um, though that there's 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 something going on and when I'm sorry when Doña Silvia is like, "Will you please stay?" you know, and are you going to go back to the slaughterhouse? Mercedes doesn't say, "Yes, I'll stay." She's like, "We'll see maybe." How did you feel about Doña Silvia? I feel like her saying that she's from Lima is her kind of stating like, "You're from the pueblo." And yeah. I'm from Lima. I'm from the city, so we're different here. There is some sort of like, I'm establishing my hierarchy here, but it's in a very manipulative way because it seems gentle and inviting. Like, I'm being charitable to you. And like, I know that you lived or worked at a slaughterhouse. Like, it's like, I understand having mistrust. I'm like, okay, ma'am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're giving the tour. Doña Silvia takes her to her little bedroom, Mercedes to her little bedroom. And Mercedes very sweetly with her chewing gum, she puts up a picture of La Virgen. I don't know if it's Guadalupe or whatever. Una, una Virgen, a, vir, a Virgin Mary. And she tacks her up on her wall with her chewing gum. And then she... This is where she she heads out into the courtyard, and as she's walking out, a tile comes, like a roof tile, a shingle, whatever, comes crashing down right in front of her, like it almost smashes her in the head. So she looks up, and she sees this handsome, young, <laughs> handsome young gentleman, and we find out that this is Jaime. Jaime. And La Señora's like looking out the window, and she's like, Jaime, what are you doing? Be more careful. And he's yes. just fixing the roof right now. But immediately you're like, young, pretty woman over here, handsome man on the roof. They're smiling at each other. Something, Something's afoot. Seems as though something is going to happen. So he's repairing the house. We, we get that meat cute, if you will. <laughs> and um, we cut to the nighttime and Mercedes sees... Jaime going into a little room next door that has a big cross on it. And I was like, is that a fucking chapel? Like a chapel in this giant house? Interesting, because I thought, I, w I called it like the chained creepy crypt. But sure, 
it was very mysterious and literally because I watched this with the subtitles. I assume you did too. And I did as, as well. As he goes into the creepy chapel crypt, <laughs> it says mystery music. In the <laughs> it said mystery music all through this fucking. <laughs> the thing about this subtitle here was I kept looking at it and I was I I said to myself, "Have you been spelling mystery incorrectly for thirty plus years?" Because they spelled it M I S T E R Y. Wow. They mix Spanish and English because Misterio is M-I-S, pero Mystery is M-Y-S. It's M-Y. So anyway, this matters not at all. (laughs) However, throughout the movie, whenever a spooky little jingle would come on, they would say, Mystery Mystery music. (laughs) (laughs) So Doña Silvia is like watching that. She's like always at the window peeping through She's watching Jaime. So this is where she sees him change. Okay. <laughs> this is this literally just went like, ding, because I think that's what they were doing. Doña Silvia is looking through the window because she's very, she spies on everybody. And she sees Jaime on a ladder replacing a, a light bulb in a lighting fixture. That's what it is. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. like, is this supposed to represent her being... It's like a fresh light bulb. So she, all of a sudden, like, little light bulb above her head. Ding. Ding. Ooh, I've got an idea. <laughs> it's pretty, I um, mean, I didn't read it like that, but honestly, makes a lot of sense. I think so. It wasn't done as cheesily as that, but it's still, when you think about it, that's yeah. what it was. She's got a light bulb. Bing, She's all, above her head. Oh, so Doña Silvia is like, hey, Mercedes, come over here. I have some old dresses that you can have. And also I have some um, bras that I think you should try on. You know, just try them on. I, I bought them. I never put them on. So just see, you know, it's cool. And she's like, estamos entre mujeres. Because, um... Mercedes is like, you know, I don't want to like show my boobs to this woman I've met for a day. She doesn't she's know like, her. And she doesn't know her. And she's like, estamos entre mujeres. We're between women. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So she puts on this new bra and the lady's like, looks great. Come over to the window where there's better light. Stand in the light. <laughs> Stand in the light and let's see it because this is too dark in this corner. So they go to the window and then she's looks out like uh, Doña Silvia checks the window and there's sweet Jaime like hanging out. And she's like, how about you try this other one on? And just boobs. I wrote boob show for Jaime. Jaime is just like watching it being Jaime like, oh, yeah, <laughs> is all smiles watching into it. And poor Mercedes has not an Nary idea. A clue. She has no idea what's going on. Not uh, at all. And but Doña Silvia is she. She's just, just an evil. <laughs> she's an evil matchmaker. She's like evil matchmaker. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Show him your boobs. <laughs> he will be fine. Like I was like, ma'am, please. Uh, so Mercedes, as she, she like continues walking around the house, is looking around, and we see after like she's tried on all the bras. She sees a cabinet that is, like, full of keys. And they're old keys, new keys, all kinds of keys. And right next to the cabinet is, like, old 
cloth diapers and like rubber nipples for mm -hmm. that are like old looking and she grabs a little jar and it's a baby food and it has the expired date of like 1996 or something like that 1993 who knows and Marcellus is like okay and just keeps going like odd to see this house so as she's looking at like these old weird things Jaime comes up behind her and is like hey do you want to smoke a cigarette with me and uh, they go into the chapel and that's when we find out that you were right it's not really a chapel it's a freaking mausoleum and it's just like here's it says familia Marquez Quevedo and that Jaime, Jaime says this is her La Senora's husband and um and he's like I was I these are the clothes he, these are all his clothes that I'm wearing she gave them to me because I was mugged while I was backpacking uh, through Peru and right outside of town I got mugged and so she helped me out and gave me these clothes and I'm not staying very long I'm gonna fucking fix some shit around her house until I make enough money to continue my backpacking journey and um I was wondering why his clothes were so nerdy looking, honestly. When yeah, could, and like big and weird. So big I was like him. <laughs> And plus he he's sitting on the tomb, the tomb and puts his feet up on the tomb. It's very disrespectful and yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a poor showing of this character of Jaime at first. However, he becomes going forward a lot more likable, at least to me. Yeah. But at first I, I mean you're kind of my first thought was, what a dick. Yeah, he kind of was like, I'm smoking my cigarette in this place, and I'm just like, here's my fucking shoes on top. I mean, I, I was like, okay, sir. Mm -hmm. And while this is happening in the in this mausoleum, we see another shot of <laughs> Doña Silvia at the window perusing through the curtains, just being like, mm, hello, there they are. My my scheme is working, They're it seems. in love. Yes. yes. So we cut to Mercedes cleaning the house and doing her thing. She's on the staircase that leads up to what seems like Doña Silvia's bedroom. And she hears this like humming, singing, lullaby situation. And she goes upstairs and looks through the keyhole. And it's a great shot of just like her big, beautiful brown eye through <laughs> we're 12 uh through a, this keyhole and it's she sees doña silvia in this like white robe with frills like very old school it's looking very strange her whole vibe all her her all the looks she has in the film i was like what fucking year is this but i could tell that it was now because of the way mercedes was dressed right. but she's dressed like from 1950s housewife yeah. like it's like a button down collar dress her hair is up pearls like again prim proper lady and then now she's in this white robe sitting next to a crib that is empty and we see the shot goes in and there's just like a bunch of baby clothes empty baby clothes there's no baby like laid down as if there was a baby there it's unsettling for sure and um <laughs> fucking we cut to Jaime Mercedes having breakfast the next day and she's humming the same song and she's just spilling the tea she's like Jaime 
listen, my lady, she's up there singing to a bunch of baby clothes. Why does she have a crib? She doesn't have any any babies. What the hell? And he says, Esas tías completas son bien rayadas. Which I thought, I was like, this is, this must be really strong Peruvian slang because I have never heard any of those like words being used in for the phrase, which meant these rich ladies are always really weird. He's basically saying, forget about it. Cause these rich bitches, even in Lima, the rich hoes are fucking hella nuts, dude. So don't trip. And she's like, I don't know. I'm kind of freaked out about a lady singing to fucking empty baby clothes. You know what I mean? <laughs> this this little scene between them, cutting from their little crypt cigarette scene to this scene of them having breakfast, which, by the way, looked delicious, like their little cup of coffee. Oh, my God. This, Dude, the pan, the warm pan con bread. mantequilla. Uh, Ooh. And it just brought back such warm memories for me because I've had mm-hmm. simple what felt like Latin American breakfasts just like that. So heartwarming, but they did a really, really good job at very, this was a subtle way of showing the growth of this relationship because all of a sudden they're a lot more close. He calls her Meche. Yeah, they're Pally and friends. He calls her Meche. They're giggling together. He's making fun of her, but it's very sweet. I I thought that this was really well done right here. Yeah. And then, of course, we pan over and old Doña Silvia is just like hearing. And she hears him say, I'm I'm heading out. I have enough money now and I'm about to go back to Lima and continue doing my my fucking jam. Mm-hmm. You can tell on Doña Silvia's face that that is not, she don't like that. That's, that's, that's not going to work for her. I don't think so. <laughs> so then it, then all of a sudden it's nighttime and we hear sawing noises and it's like the camera's panning through like bushes outside, it seems or whatever. And then when it actually lands on, a space we see Doña Silvia's legs walking out and then in her hand she has a saw and behind she leaves a ladder. So the the music in this movie was a little cheesy if I... A little bit, yeah. <laughs> mystery music. Um, yes. But it was very... <laughs> you could tell that they kind of... I assume they wanted to go for a kind of like Hitchcock vibe. Sure. Here with the movie and the music and... Uh, this was very evident in this particular mystery music section. So Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So after we see her walk away with the saw, it's daytime and fucking Jaime has eaten it. He's fallen off the sta- the ladder. That everybody's like, oh no. And and he's like, I me, but I saw my arm. And and Doña Silvia's like, oh, you might have broken it. it. Mercedes comes in and she's like, should we go to the doctor? Should we call doctor whatever? And Doña Celia very conveniently is like, it's a good thing my husband was a doctor. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. Yeah, the doctor in this town is an idiot, and I know what's going on here. Which basically, your your arm is fine, Jaime, but she's about to tell you that it's broken and you can't do anything. That's That's what she's yeah. trying to do here, clearly. Basically. So they take him into his little bedroom, and then we hear like, beautiful piano playing we see like a a zoom of like fingers playing the piano and this next scene it's just 
the piano is what's the background noise throughout it. And uh, we see Mercedes brings Jaime his lunch and his as he's in bed. And he's got a little like uh, like a bandana around his arm holding it up. And she's very sweet. And she's like, here you go. And he's like, you got to help me out. I, I can't cut this meat with without my two hands. And so she's like giggly. It's so flirty. And she's like, okay, I'll help you. I'll cut your fucking meat for you. And um, as they're like doing this, he reveals that he doesn't have any parents either. That he, uh, his dad left, his mom died, but he has an uncle in Lima, mi tío Miguel. So, like, it's all very casual that we learn this information. And then he's like, so you're my nurse? How about a fucking sponge bath? And she's like, no, how dare you? Like, you could tell that she's, like, she's into him. It's not... They, these two actors nailed it. They, I really was kind of taken with these. The they're they're like our three leads here. Um, yeah, you know, La Señora Jaime and uh, Meche Mercedes. And they, first of all, they cast two people who looked the right age that they were supposed to be. Like I would believe yeah. that. Especially Mercedes, I would believe that she's a teenager, if maybe like early twenties. Yeah. Plus their little flirtation, it was very natural. I they it was really well done. They had great chemistry and it was it was great. And so, you know, he's like, Where's my sponge bath? And then all of a sudden they're making out and I was like, Yeah, get it. Get go make out on. I was excited for that. Me too. It was such um, a it was such a classic like teenage makeout session. Where they're both like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we shouldn't, but we're d- <laughs> fucking doing this. And then we cut back to that piano, dinga, dinga, dingy, and then bang, it stops, and we just see eyes. Mm-hmm. And she, like, it's like she sensed it. It's the whole piano thing to me, again, like the light bulb scene before, which was our ding, I have an idea uh-huh. moment. Now, I'm assuming this piano section with the red eyes, beautiful <laughs> eyes, just a little bloodshot, um, yeah. was. This was the uh, the film's way of saying she has orchestrated it. The plan is in effect. It's working. Yeah, for sure. And so now it's nighttime and Jaime can't keep it in his pants. So he comes knocking. (laughs) He comes knocking at Mecha's room and he's like, hey, girl, let's fucking do this. And she and Mecha's like, no, what if she's watching whatever? And lo and behold, who's at the window? Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Doña Silvia is just Shocker. like, <laughs> well, 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 it seems as though things are going the way I planned. We cut to Doña Silvia. It's the daytime now. Mecha is like polishing something. And Jaime is like also polishing something else. And we see closer to the end of the house, Doña Silvia is like, Mercedes, I'm heading into town. I'll be back in a little bit. Make sure to make my bed. It'll be great. Please Thank make you so my much. bed. This, Please make my bed. You know exactly <laughs> what you're doing here, Doña Silvia. Make my bed. Absolutely. Oh, boy. <laughs> and literally, she is not even three steps out of the house when these two hornball nuggets are like, let's fuck. They are ready. Yeah. Jaime has a rag, he tosses it over his shoulder, and boom, there. And it again, 
is adorable. We don't it's even see very them. It's sweet. Like, they start to smooch and then they pan away and you can hear them giggling and it's very cute. And then, of course, who comes crawling back in? Who? She didn't go anywhere. Of course that not. hoe was like, step, 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 pause. Heard them giggling and smooching and was like, time to go back in. And she steps back into the house and she goes upstairs. And then these two horn nuggets are like, okay, babes, let's go upstairs and fuck. And Mercedes is like, no, what if she finds out? And Jaime is like, you're going to make her bed anyways, dude. She told you. So let's bang on let's it. Let's fucking and can- mess this bed up. Let's go. Let's bang, and then you change the sheets, and it'll be all good. So they go, and they're, like, fully taking clothes off and whatever. He is the skinniest little mini I have ever seen, which made me feel like, this is so cute. They're, like, it, it was very legitimate young love, I thought. Totally. The chemistry, again, was great because these great. two were into it. If they were not... Wow, because you sold it. Yeah, they fully, they look great hooking up. And I was like, okay, I get it. (laughs) But then, of course, we we get a zoom in pan into the closet area that's facing the bed. Who is in there? You know who. That bitch is looking through the slats of the closet and watching. And like, okay, was she imagining herself in it? Is that what you saw when you saw that whole like was weird to me because then we get these kind of hazy shots of Jaime holding another woman who I assume yeah. is Mercedes. They were just like going at it. But in these kind in these hazy shots, he's just holding her. It's very strange. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was it's just almost a like weird he's... stylistic choice here. That that that's that's what I think it was. And I think also like, not to super analyze everything, but the fact that she gives Mercedes, like, her old dresses, mm. and then she gives Jaime her husband's old clothes, It's and she's like, and I'm going out, change my sheets, like, and here's my marital bed, if you will. And so, like, it's almost she's meticulously planning every step for them in a very... It's very... Honestly overanalyze because I did not think that, but that absolutely fits. That makes sense. And it makes right? it it makes the movie even better, more thought out. I think that's a great observation. I agree. Thank you so much. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> so cut to it's Jaime and Mecha in in Jaime's be- little bedroom and he's on the phone it sounds like and he's like yeah she's a little nauseous but like it's okay and he's like oh for how long oh okay sure we're great so he hangs up his phone and he's basically like my uh, my tío Miguel in Lima is going for a trip for a couple of months we have a house to stay at in Lima so all we have left is to tell her So basically, they're about to drop the bomb and be like, listen, we fell in love. She prego now. We're going to go and start our life together, which is very sweet. But by the caption of mystery music, you can tell this is not going to go well. Well, interesting that uh, Doña Silvia pulls out a bottle of champagne. I agree. I was like, okay, girl, you are obsessed with this baby situation. And you're going to... 
Mercedes. A full Verve I was confused at first because I thought maybe they just told her they're in love and that's why she's celebrating, but I don't I think they straight up told her that there is a baby a coming. Which is why I think she's thrilled. Yeah. Like she's like she they haven't said to her yet we're leaving. I think we're supposed to surmise that They've said, we're now in love, and she's prego, and so she's like, hell yeah, let's sell." I wrote down, this hoe is ready to celebrate. She's like, I got me a baby, and it's going to be from these two dumb idiots, and I can't wait. But then, Mercedes is like, senora, I didn't want to make you upset, but we're moving to Lima, you know. Yay, sorry, but see ya. And immediately, Doña Silvia's face drops, and she's like, I got a headache. I got to go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. So then they're both like, cool, well, we did it. Cut to Jaime is in bed alone in his own room, which I thought was odd. I was like, Me? well, they both have, like, little twin beds, so I guess they didn't want to, like, squeeze in and sleep in their twin beds together. But, like, why are they still sleeping in separate rooms? I agree. I found that a little strange. Maybe it's just respect, respectability, because they're in I this guess. senora's house. But, you know, they're clearly having sex now. They're, I think, in love. It was a, a little strange, but I assume it's just them having a, a little bit of decency and respect for La, La Doña Silvia. Yeah, and her house and whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's sleeping alone. All of a sudden, there's a shadow there, and it's Doña Silvia, like, watching over him, like, watching him sleep. And she touches him and she's like, you need to come into the house, meet me in the sala right now. And he's like, okay. So they go to the living room, the sala, and (laughs) she just has like 13 silver candelabras on display. And she's like, you're going to take these and you're going to go. And he's like, what? No, dude. You're going to leave Mercedes here with me. Mercedes is staying you're taking the shit and you're piecing out. And he's like, no, we're going to Lima. And she's like, no, no, no. Take these candelabras and get the fuck out. And he's like, bitch, please. And turns around and she grabs one of them candelabras and shablam right to the head. We got twitchy feet on the floor, which I thought was a, a great little touch on behalf of Jaime. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that, though, when she, when he was like, "No, I'm go, we're leaving, whatever," and she, they do like a close up of her face, and she says, "Te estoy diciendo que no," which I have heard my whole entire life Don't from my mother and my tiliana. When you hear a mom say, "Te estoy diciendo que no," that's danger oh yeah you better you stop talking and just agree yeah but no and so he got a candelabra to the fucking cranium mercedes wakes up she goes to jaime's room and sees that he's not there none of his stuff is there so she goes into the house and she and immediately doña silvia is sitting in the kitchen table and she's like buenos dias do you want some breakfast and she won't let mercedes talk she's just like a jibba jibba jabba jibba jabba jibba jabba on top and while mercedes is like senora senora no senora senora por favor senora yeah and then and then she's like senora where's jaime and she's like oh i don't know whatever and she's like i went to his room 
none of his stuff is there. And she's like, maybe he went to get a bus ticket for you guys to go to Lima. Mercedes is like, nothing's there. And they're like, okay, we'll call the cops. The fuzz comes. We hear her, uh, Doña Silvia say, he left. He took my candelabras. And he left this pregnant girl here with me. And this this part, the fact that the cop assumes that Mercedes is in on it. You know, he's a cop from this pueblo, and it just shows to me the amount of distrust that he has for this local girl. Es que when you have money, mm, Absolutely, fuzz... that's what I mean. Okay, first of all, La Doña Silvia, she's put together, she looks all lovely, she looks very white. And White. Doña Silvia didn't even say anything about Mercedes to point that she might have been in on it. And he is like, you can't trust her. You can't trust anybody. And she's like, oh, how about you? Can I trust yeah. you? And of course he says, well, yeah, I'm a cop. Of course you can trust me. Yo soy me. de la ley. Yeah, law. yeah. Gross. Ugh. And also when he says you can't trust anyone, I was like, look at this rich white bitch. You can't trust her. Right. So yeah, so this cop is just like placing the blame elsewhere and he's like, don't worry, we'll look for him and your 13 candelabras or whatever. We cut to quite literally a bunch of buns in the oven. <laughs> cut to caps. Buns in the <laughs> oven. Okay. Now, I tell me, is there a buns in the oven? Is that a thing in Spanish? I, is there a translation? I thought of that too. I was like, is there a phrase where you're like, Bueno, está haciendo pan? <laughs> no creo. I don't think so. Okay, so we've got the light bulb, light bulb ding. We've got the piano orchestration. And now we've got buns literally the- a shot of buns in the oven. They do look delicious. Oh, my God, dude. I would love just a lot of butter Ooh. on these warm buns. Yes. Mm, looks delightful. delicious. We can tell that Mecha is now a little bit more pregnant. And her attitude. There is a shift. Like, this is the scene where Doña Silvia kind of comes up and she puts her hands on her belly. She puts her hands on her forehead to see if she has a fever. And Mercedes is like, ya pues. Yeah. Like, stop. But also, like, from what I know with pregnant people, don't just fucking come up to them and start grabbing their belly. That's not what you're supposed to fucking do. Absolutely not. Do not put your hands on the belly. Don't touch the belly. So she's hella over it. So we cut to Doña Silvia leaving the house. Mecha goes to the door and sees that she's locked in. So she goes over to the collection of keys that she had seen earlier, and those motherfuckers are gone. And also, in the area where the all that old baby shit was, is a bunch of new baby shit. New food, the fresh new diapers that aren't cloth, they're like pampers. We have like all kinds of fresh new baby jams. And Mercedes says, Vieja loca. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy old lady. Vieja loca. It's true. And then they're eating pasta. And I wrote down, why does pasta look so good on TV and film? Why are we the same person? Because (laughs) I wrote, I want pasta. And the pasta looks very simple. Like a light sauce on there. Like a light red sauce. Which is my favorite kind. I don't like a sloppy pasta. It looks so, so good <laughs> so good 
man, I was like, ooh, give me a fat bowl of whatever it is that pasta is because I want it. Yeah. Oof, man. Me too. And you could tell it was al dente. It wasn't too... <laughs> I was just mm, like, that pasta no. is bomb. Listen, Doña Silvia might be a crazy lady, but she cooked that pasta and she clearly knows what she's doing. Absolutely. So Mecha asks her, confronts her, is like, why did you lock me in when you left today? Doña Silvia is like, the town is getting more dangerous. I want you to be safe. And then she goes, I have an idea. You're really going to like this. Eat up and come with me when we're you're done. Cut to Mecha going into the same crib room from before. And Doña Silvia is standing by the crib holding a bottle of what looks like Windex and a rag. And she's like, what better way for a mother to feel like a mother? And like is handing her this like Windex and rag. And I was like, sorry. Remember this great idea I had for you? It's going to be so much fun. Why don't you Windex this crib? It'll be a blast. And I mean, you know, you're supposed to be nesting and all that shit when you're pregnant or whatever. But Mecha is like, that's a crib that you got for yourself, you fucking weird lady that doesn't have babies. And she walks in and she's like, this is bad news. And they're both wiping down this crib. And then Doña Silvia starts saying, you know, I read in the newspaper something about the perfect pet. It would be a cat in a glass container with a hole for its head and a hole for its basic, like for its shithole, like a, a hole for the head, a hole for the ass. That way it doesn't make a mess. It doesn't scratch you. It doesn't hurt you. And it won't run you away. You always know where it is. Yes. Yeah. And it won't run away. And I thought, oh, that's great. But why don't you just cut off the legs and arms of the cat? That would make it so much easier. And the same thing, right? And then it turns out that the article that I read was just a joke. So, uh, But I thought, what a great idea. And Marcellus is cleaning and just like, fuck. <laughs> this is really fucking scary. There is, and it, that, she's delivering it very well. It's, it's very scary. Measured. It's casual. It's a threat. It's absolutely a threat because then she says, if you didn't have arms or legs or a mouth to speak, you'd be the ideal woman, like an incubator. And Mercedes is like, I'm so fucked. So fucked. We leave this room and now Mecha hears that Doña Silvia's shower is going. Oh, we get a full on again. Hello, Alfred Hitchcock, because we get... A shot of the shower head turning on like Psycho to a T. Absolutely. And so Mitch is like, I'm going to go up into her room. And she decides that this is like the the bathroom is in Doña Silvia's bedroom. And she's like, this is my time to look for some stuff. So she like is beeping and a bopping in her room. This is my the jump scare that I had where she's by the wall and then. Doña Silvia walks by fully naked to go into the shower. And I was like, hi! <laughs> Jump scare. One of the few ones. But it definitely got me. Yeah, me was too. Was she naked? I didn't notice she was naked. She was naked. And then Mercedes starts pulling open drawers and trying to find whatever. And then eventually she finds a false bottom in one of the drawers. And all the keys are in there. She scoops them keys. And she's like, all right, let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then she makes a little noise. And what's her hoe? Hears it. And she turns off the shower. And I wrote, run, hoe. Get the fuck 
fuck out of there. Because she's like a scrambling and trying not to like whatever. Doña Silvia gets out of the bathroom and Mecha is like, Hola, señora, solo quería. I just wanted to say I'm sorry for the way that I acted earlier today. I, my pregnancy, my hormones, I'm feeling crazy. I'm so she, sorry. She played She it. really covered it. She did. She really did that well. And this is the point also where... La Doña Silvia says, oh, I, I know what it is to be pregnant. So we discover that the Doña Silvia at one point was pregnant. For some reason, this child is not here anymore, but the plot thickens. The plot thickens. And then Mercedes is just testing them keys in every hole that she can find. She goes to the front door into the lock. She, you know, finds that one, I think. And then she goes to the other one and she can't, like, none of them are... None of them work. None of them work. But then she goes to one of the windows that has all the bars. It seems like the window that's towards like the exit of the house mm -hmm. and it has bars. And so she kind of touches one and it's wobbly. Now this was, this was ballsy as fuck. Yeah. Because you just saw La Senora freshly out of the shower. I'm imagining this is just a few moments later. Yeah. But she grabs a big ass rock and starts I mean she does two bangs that's all it takes to get that pole out of the window but it was loud and I was ready ready for the jump scare where Doña Silvia was gonna be there to grab her and she kept her eye on the window too, the place where she loves yeah. to watch everyone's business she doesn't show up Mercedes escapes she goes into town into the old boarding house that she was staying at and she was looking for her friend Pilar I wrote it down. Pilar is her name, not Perla. And she knocks on the door and Pilar's husband, boyfriend, someone, some guy answers the door and she's like, where's Pilar? And he's like, she's gone. And she's like, fuck, where's my friend? Tell her I was here. She goes into deeper into town, into like a little the little town square. And then she falls asleep on the bench and wakes up to that cop that was at her house. Same cop. He brings her into the police station and who the fuck is there? There she is. Good old Doña Silvia. And she's like, ay, Mercedes. And she's like, no, no. She's like, mira, and to the major, the like captain guy, the ma main cop. She's like, she said she's going to cut off my arms and legs. She says that I'm an incubator. She's a crazy ass bitch. You have to believe me. And they're like, okay, okay, relax. Again, total disrespect, siding with the rich lady who's not even from this town but they are so disrespectful to Mercedes, which just... Just like telling her, like, this is how you treat this woman that's giving you a home and whatever. You were abandoned by this fucking guy. You're going to do this to her. Like, that's really... And she's like, you have to believe me. Please believe me. I wrote down, believe women. But the thing is that he is believing a woman. She just happens to be the rich lady. She's rich. She looks white. She's, it's, it's safe, you know? Of yeah. course we're going to believe her over this, this, uh, you know, 17-year-old ruffian or whatever. Because she's poor and pregnant. Yep. So then, so the major cop is like, okay, officer, walk these two ladies home. So we see them walking, like, through the town. They get home, and the, the minute that door closes behind, and the officer, they're like, gracias, officer, see you later, click, slap! across the fucking face smacks the shit out of her she grabs her by the arm and she's like oh you want to 
be locked up. You think you think you're locked up? And she drags that hoe and sweet little Mercedes is crying and she's like, You're hurting me, you're hurting me, drags her into her little bedroom and locks her in there. And she goes, Estás castigada. Como si fuera la madre, like oh it was gosh. her goddamn mom. That's basically kind of saying you're grounded. Basically. So weird. But Very that's, weird. That's the relationship we've got here. Also, another moment where the music was just too much. With all due respect to the music director, whoever it was, but it was the most melodramatic. I didn't, I don't remember, but I trust you and believe that <laughs> that's what that was. So then we see Mecha, she's praying to the, the to her little Birhen, and she's like, please, for my little son, I what is going on here? Help me. I need to survive this. And then she's like, hold on. I still have that handful of keys that I stole earlier. Maybe one of them will be for my little door. And boom, it is. So yes. she's like, chicka, chicka, chicka. And out she goes. She heads over to... I think this is where she just opens the door and she realizes, ooh, I can I can escape my room. But she closes the door back up. And then we cut to the next morning when the Doña Silvia is giving her another checkup. Yes, so she's getting ex examinated or... Examinated? Is that a word? Examined? Exam examined. <laughs> Wow. Examinated, everybody. <laughs> She's getting examinated, okay? And so, and then uh, Doña Silvia is like, you can go out for a walk for 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, she's going to let her go outside. Uh-uh, she met the courtyard. You better go around in a circle. Mercedes is in jail, everyone. This is jail. And the outfit that Doña Silvia is wearing looks like a jailer's outfit. Now she's wearing it's, these, yeah. like, pants and this like button down shirt that's like denim colored and the pants mm -hmm. are like canvas looking and she looks like an old timey warden matron lady if you will and it's also in this scene that we notice doña silvia sitting there watching over her over mercedes taking her daily walk and she's got a weird red book in her hands and she's just kind of strangely stroking this book that book Comes back, y'all. Oh, uh, of course. <laughs> so it's nighttime, and Mecha is like, I'm going to get the fuck out of this room. So she pops out with her key that she has, and she heads over to the main house, and she hears Doña Silvia coming down the stairs. So she presses up against a wall, and she's like, sees her go by. All her keys that she has kept on her have fallen out of her, like, bra that she was holding on to them say in. this. Mercedes, you should Por know favor. better. Just keep the one key, girl. You don't Hello. need 17. What but I'm sure doing? she was she was probably going to use those keys to go to look inside. To get the fuck out of here. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or do something, right. So she scrambles, picks up those keys, and then goes back into her room because she hears what's her fuck coming in. And all of a sudden, pop, pop, pop at the door. And Doña Silvia is like, Mercedes, are you sleeping? And she comes in <laughs> willy-nilly, turns on the light, and she's like, I couldn't sleep. And Mercedes very smartly is like, me neither. I was thinking about our baby. She is so smart. Play them games, girl. And Doña Silvia is all about it. She says, it's girl. a miracle, isn't it? I'm so happy. Let's go have some hot chocolate together. What? 
what's going on here? Just bonks. So then Mercedes is like, great, I'll be there in a minute. She goes into the kitchen. She's boiling water for the hot hot chocolate. And the red book is on the table. Doña Silvia sits down and she's like, my husband gave me this. And it's a scrapbook. It's red. It says Silvia on it. And it has a little medical... What is it? What is the medical symbol? The snakes on a sword or whatever? It's like a staff with the snakes. A medical you know, thingy on there. You've seen it. You know mm-hmm. it. She's like, it was my husband's, but I've put some extra stuff in here. And you see this paperwork of like adoption papers where she was, it says rejected and like abortion papers that I, I was. I had to pause it because I wanted to read it. Because I, I didn't paused quite it too. Under, yeah, I could. The first one I believe was straight up adoption, and it was re- rejected. The second one was also adoption, which was rejected. But then it said Doña Silvia and her late husband. They were also trying to get an abortion, and that was what was rejected because I think it was too late. Doña Silvia says that her husband didn't want her having kids because he thought she wouldn't be a good mom. In this book, there are pictures of her and her husband as well. And then there's a picture of her pregnant, big time pregnant. She turns the page and it's a picture of, trigger warning everybody, a dead fetus. And underneath it says 12 weeks. Which I'm pretty sure is past the time that you can have an abortion in a lot of places, right? Wow. I, honestly, I have no idea. Um, I should know. I'm a fucking woman. I'm very sorry to my I, I assume gender. yes, because at 12 weeks... 12 weeks, uh, that's three months. Girl, I have no clue, but it's Neither weeks. do I. It, it seems like a lot... And the baby in this horrifying picture looks pretty well-formed. It's very upsetting. Poor Mecha's like, she's pregnant looking at this picture. She's got like a solitary tear just single tear down her cheek. It's so Ugh. awful. And then she turns the page again and it's a newspaper clipping of the death. And this is where we find out of her husband who uh, it's mysterious death. And also not only is he a doctor, but he's a gynecologist. Now tell me something. Escalera, meaning ladder and stairs. It means both. But I assumed, because I wrote down, I was, because in the newspaper it says, una escalera fue su, like was how he died. Mm -hmm. And that can mean, like escalera can usually mean stairs or it can mean ladder. And earlier, when Jaime fell off the stairs, they said, me caí de la escalera. So I think it's the same. And I was she like, did. oh, this bitch has experience with stairs, with yeah, ladders, Yeah, she knows I mean. what she's doing. Saw that ladder and your 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 husband will die and fall, or fall and die, <laughs> fall to <laughs> his death. Well, yes. Also, another thing, when she shows the picture of the fetus, she also says this was the last one. And she this gives... Was, yes. She gives her, she like does little like scissor snipping and she says, because my husband did this and she like motions scissors. Now, do you think that means that he, while he was clearly aborting this baby, he tied her tubes or I'm assuming that's it and that he didn't get a fucking vasectomy. Or gave her a hysterectomy, which is taking the whole. Even worse. Take it all out. 
Taking the vientre. Duh, of course. That's obviously what it is. Okay, so, so all this horrifying shit is coming to light. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. My husband is, was so clumsy, is what she says. And then we see... Tantorpe. It's at this point, though, Doña Silvia also says this crazy line. Uh-huh. Where she says, I hope the baby has my eyes. Ojalá tenga mis ojos. What are you talking about? Imaginate if you're sitting there and you're pregnant with a, your man has disappeared without a trace. You're living with a, with a lady who's obviously wants your baby. And then she's like, here's all this crazy stuff that I've done. Ojalá tenga mis ojos. And then she pushes the book with the page open to her husband's death, like obituary thing, where it says he fell down the, the ladder, and he she shoves it towards sweet little Mancha and is like and walks away and says, "How about some condensed milk in our hot chocolate?" Which, by the way, I was like, that sounds delicious. We cut to this beautiful scenery of like uh, Peruvian mountains. Beautiful. It's very and this little town that's like. In this valley of these beautiful, like, I'm going to say the Andes, but it's probably, who Game knows, side. there's probably more mountains there than just the Andes. And a man in white pants and the this gorgeous red Hawaiian print, like this very bright, happy shirt and this fedora. And the most seen... inappropriate, like, <laughs> music, like, honk, brass, trumpet, like, honka, 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 <laughs> as this dude who we don't know is... <laughs> Honking through town. The music again. What is... Are we in a comedy now? That's the first time I noticed the music, like, officially besides the piano. I was like, whoa, this is very, like, Disney-esque. Like, here I go, I'm headed into town. Just swinging your elbows back and forth. <laughs> it's at this point where we are kind of cutting back and forth between mm -hmm. this honk honking old man... <laughs> and um, Mercedes is granted her 20-minute morning walk. Yes, and now we see that she is, like, mega prego. Immediately when I see this honking man popping by, I was like, this is Tio Miguel. Tio Miguel is coming in looking for Jaime. And lo and behold, bling blong, he rings that doorbell, and fucking Sofia, or Sofia, Do Doña, si Doña Silvia, she grabs fucking Mercedes and is like from the baby gut and the mouth and is like dragging her into the house. And she's like, shut up. You shut your goddamn mouth. And she Mecha's like dropping plates and smashing things. And she shoves her into a cupboard, smashes her head against the wall. And Mecha is knocked out and she grabs a towel. And you can tell that this bitch is going to gag and, and and tie her up in this cupboard. Doña Silvia figures everything out, heads to the door and opens the little like the mini door that is I guess what would that what is that called? It's not the eye the where it's you not, it's the not peep like a peephole. It's literally like a little a door peep for door. your face so you can stick <laughs> yeah. your face out and talk to people. But not open the door, yeah. yeah. Doña Sofia, Doña Sofia, why do I keep trying to call her Sofia? Doña <laughs> Doña Silvia opens the door or the little peep door and she's like, hello, like nothing, mm -hmm. insanity. Mm -hmm. And obviously Tio Miguel is like, hello, I'm Tio Miguel. I'm looking for Jaime, my nephew. 
And she's like, oh, you didn't hear that he stole all my candelabras and left a pregnant lady over here? And he's like, uh, my nephew wouldn't do that, ma'am. And she's like, oh, well, he did. He stole my 17 candelabras, you fucking bitch. And he left a pregnant lady. She's so sassy Um, with him because he says... I don't believe that. And she says to him, well, you're going to believe whatever you want to believe. And it is about Bye, to click. slam that thing in his face when he asks about, he's like, he, he's like, ¿Dónde está la chica? And she fucks up and she's like, she's out right now. And he's like, oh, would it be okay if I talked to her? And like, you should have been like, she left too. She doesn't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Pero no, she's like, she's gone. Please leave. And he goes, Okay, well then I'll I'll go to the cops. I'll go check with the cops to see what's up. And that's when she's like, "Come on in, open oh, the full welcome. door." Put some hot chocolate on with condensed milk. But at, also at this point, I thought I wrote, "You're dead, You're bro. Dead. You're dead." And here we go. And he's like, "What happened to your hand?" And she's like, "Oh, I, a dish. I was doing the dishes. It cut me." While this is happening, Mercedes wakes up in the cupboard, and she obviously is freaking the fuck out because she's gagged and tied. And so Doña Silvia's like, stay here in the living room. I'm going to finish the dishes that I was doing. <laughs> I got cut, remember? Because he hears tumbling and mumbling. And she's like, that must be all the dishes that were falling when <laughs> when you came. What is this? Let me go fix those dishes. Beauty and the Beast? What's going on here? Yes. Candelabras, <laughs> Mrs. Potts, Chip, that whole game. Having a dance be- number in the kitchen. I'll be right back and tell them to keep it down. Be our guest. Be our guest. We are doing our best. And so <laughs> she goes and she like opens the door and she's like, shut your fucking mouth, you dumb bitch. I'm going to fuck you up if you don't fucking whatever. And Theo Miguel is like, I'm going in and I'm going to go see what's up. And he goes and he sees that Doña Silvia is talking to somebody in the cupboard. He pulls her aside and he sees and he's like, Eres Mercedes, are you Mercedes? And she's gagged and fucking tied, and she's like, see, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... He stands up, and Doña Silvia rushes him, and I think she guts him. She guts his ass. You don't see it. You just see, like, their the, the kind of lower half of their body. You don't see the knife doing anything. You kind of see it flash by, but they're struggling, yeah. where he's kind of, like, shaking... Yeah. You see an unfortunately very CGI gush of blood onto the floor. Did you think that was CGI? I thought that was actual, like, I thought all I saw was, like, a good drip of blood. And I was like, that that seemed, I didn't think that was CGI at all. I, I could definitely be wrong, but it looked to me, it honestly looked like hair from the girl from the ring. It was just, like, this weird trickle of blood. Maybe it mm-hmm. wasn't. If it wasn't, very cool. But... The idea here is she gutted the shit out of this guy. And he fucking falls and his feet again, are twitching more, again. And I was like, like, Jaime. Awful. For me, the thing that I really creeps me out a lot in, in death scenes and stuff like that is last twitches. I don't like seeing that ever. Oh, yeah. The zoo, like the fade out of that scene is just Mecha in the cupboard, still gagged and bound and like sobbing. Cut to Mecha grabs that little birhing and tears her off the fucking wall. And that kind of broke my heart. La Virgen was supposed to protect her and she didn't. Like, that's her loss of faith. That's like, I'm absolutely, totally fucked. Mm. And 
the one thing I had to like hold hope, like look at where I'm at now. Yeah. I literally just saw a man get murdered. I'm trapped in a house with an insane person. My last bit of faith didn't pull through for me. So fuck it. And yeah. like ripping that off. That oof. is heartbreaking. But it also made me think that she was, it was like, this is the last hurrah. I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm fighting my, my way out of here. And if I don't, I'm going to die. So this yeah. is it. The other thing I think that that conveys is, well, you didn't do it for me. So now I got to do it for myself. Yeah. So she grabs her shit ton of keys <laughs> and she heads into that main house. Doña Silvia is playing the piano and Mecha sneaks into the kitchen and grabs. <laughs> what is this instrument? She a wooden mallet, a food smasher. It also looks like, and you're not, I don't know if this is going to hit you very strongly, pero in Nicaragua, mm -hmm. we have a thing, a drink called pinolillo, which is, comes in a powder and you put it in milk or water. And then you have this thing, this like wooden instrument that you use to like, you roll it in your hands and it's almost like, um, like a mixer, almost Almost like a whisk, but the whisk isn't, there isn't a whisk thing. It's like a wooden, it almost looks like a ball with spikes on it. Okay. And it's always wooden and you use it to make pinolillo. And I was like, it looks like a pinolillo maker. <laughs> so. It's very strange, but it looks like if you hit somebody with it, you'd fuck them up. Yeah. So she grabs this pinolillo maker <laughs> slash food smasher. I'm going to call it pinolillo maker. Great. And she's like sneaking up behind Doña Silvia as she's playing the piano. And she's about to smash the fuck out of her head when, of course, this old ass house with the creaky ass floors gives her away and Silvia grabs a knife and turns around and she's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck you up. You think you're gonna kill me? You can't kill me. I'm a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. That's where my mind. It's and at this then, point that when, when Silvia grabs the, she hears her, she grabs the knife and Mercedes is trying to smash her on the head. She misses. When, when Doña Silvia is threatening her with the knife, that's when Mercedes is like, I'll bash my baby belly with the pinolillo maker, whatever the hell you call it. With my pinolillo shaker. Yeah, totally. And and what does Doña Silvia say? Don't hurt my baby. It's not your baby. And that's what fucking Mecha said. She's like, no es tuyo. It's not your baby. It's mine. Give me the keys now. Give me the keys. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So Doña Silvia kind of like hands him, but fakes her out. And grabs her. They fight a little bit. And so Mercedes does. Mecha elbows her in the and gut. And then fucking smashes with that pinolillo maker. pinolillo maker. A mixer. <laughs> boom. Smashes her on the head. So Mercedes runs off. And of course, La Doña Silvia, you know, she just got bashed in the head. But she kind of like crawls her way up and comes following her with that big ass knife. And Mecha goes into the mausoleum. She grabs a golden crucifix hanging out there. She grabs that shit, goes into the dark. And here comes Doña Silvia with her medical bag. Because mm -hmm. I'm assuming she's like, oh, I'm going to cut this baby out myself is what I'm assuming. But out from the darkness... Mecha smashes her head with the fucking crucifix, grabs the keys as she's exiting the mausoleum. Of course, of course, mm -hmm. her water fucking breaks. And she's, this woman delivered this performance, <laughs> No dude. pun intended, but she, <laughs> she was like, this lady might have a fake 
pillow on her stomach right now, but she is convincing me that she's yeah. about to deliver this baby. She is so yeah. good. She's so good. So good. And she's like heading to the door and she's like, I just need to unlock this and I just need to get out and I'll just have a baby out in the field. I don't care. Let me out of here. So she's unlocking. She's getting ready to fucking pop out of there. She's opens the door. She steps out and she's like, she looks out and she's like, freedom. It's here. And who the fuck comes in? Doña Silvia grabs her and then stabs her at the top of her shoulder. And I was like, let me ask you something. Was it a, I thought it, she injected. Okay. First of all, I was like, oh, oh, she stabbed her because that's what it sounds squishy. It sounds like a stab, but would she stab? I, I thought maybe, no, no, no. It, maybe it was an injection, but I couldn't quite tell. You know what? You might, I think that's correct. Cause I did see it, but I just, I rewound and I was like, it's the knife. But maybe really, it was an injection. Because then she pulls her back into the house and we fade to black, I believe. Yeah, and so is that supposed to be her passing out maybe? Well, but the next scene we see, it's really weird. I'm not quite sure. I called this the slaughterhouse dream sequence because... Yeah. So that's why I thought, okay, maybe she drugged her. However, like stabbing her or injecting her with something when she's in labor is... Both Bad are incredibly news. horrible, but we cut to this dream sequence, so that's why I thought she's drugged now. But it, it, yeah, I don't get it because in this dream sequence, she's looking around with a match or a candle. She sees the dead body of El Tío, ¿cómo se llama? Tío Miguel, and she sees uh, the kind of preserved. Not really preserved, but I, the gross corpse of Jaime. Her were there two? There was gross another corpses? body in there. Because okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you this at the end because we're almost there, mm-hmm. but I, because I have, I've had some things, some thoughts about it. So I, I thought that maybe that vision was her in the mausoleum. That I think the mausoleum is a place where Doña Silvia keeps her body. I agree. So I think that's what that was, but it wasn't clear yeah. as to this memory. Like you saw footage of pigs again being killed and like livers being chopped. And then there's dead Tio Miguel and these two other like old corpses that yeah. are fully like desiccated kind of thing. And I did, it was very fuzzy as to what I mean, you could tell it was a dream sequence or like a, a drug sequence, but like it seemed to me like she had at some point, lit a match and seen these bodies somewhere but for some reason they decided to kind of splice that in with this slaughterhouse dream sequence who knows she wakes up she's on the ground and she looks up and there's doña silvia and doña silvia is like hoy nace mi hijo sabias which means my son is born today did you know oh god she literally goes through labor fucking doña silvia is like puja puja y yo dije y por qué no dije no dice empuja. I was going to ask you this because I've never heard puja. I thought it was empuja. So maybe in Peru they just like... Some sort of slang. They just, I guess. You know what's interesting that too is I had never heard... So throughout the film, Mercedes calls Doña Silvia seño. Seño. In English, what do we do where it's like, we do this, we abbreviate. Like salt and pep. Salt and pep. <laughs> sure, salt and pep. But it... It also struck me as very strange. So, puja. Puja. And she does. She's, I mean, she's has to. She's giving birth. Mm-hmm. And uh, the baby is born. Doña Silvia is thrilled. You see a close-up of the butcher knife that she's used to kill fucking Miguel and everybody. Just like, 
cut the umbilical cord, which I was like, ooh, that's ooh. particularly gross Awful. to me. Did you did you see the little tape holding the umbilical cord on the baby? I was yes. like, you guys, this tape, we can see it. We can see the tape holding the umbilical cord. They, they thought to themselves, it'll just be in there for a moment. Just do it. It's they fine. They said, fuck it. Who cares? So she's holding the baby. She's in heaven right now because finally she's gotten what she fucking wanted, a fucking baby. And sweet little Mecha leans over. There's the butcher knife that she just used to cut that umbilical cord. And she goes, hi-ya, into the gut. Stabs that woman well and good Oof. in the gut. And Doña Silvia, listen. At the end of the day, she really wanted that baby. And she wanted that baby to be protected. So she places that baby down so gently and sweetly. And she's like... Oh, dying. And so they, the shot, I thought the shot was very beautiful, oh, actually. Oh, yeah, it was well done. Where it was like kind of a an above shot. And the baby is between the two women. And they both have like fallen over, both facing each other in like a, almost like a fetal position. Yeah. So they're, all three of them are in a fetal position. Mecha freshly having given birth and is like passed out now because she used her last ounce of strength to kill that hoe. And then dying Doña Silvia, who she's wearing all white. Mm -hmm. Again, she's wearing that outfit she wore when uh, when we saw her at the crib that first time. The blood is like spreading and it's right around her stomach and her her like crotch area. So it looks like it was her giving birth yeah if you will so it fades out and we fade back in with a little boy running in a field and he looks over and there's a woman way in the back like tilling land it looks like or doing something and he runs on over to that lady and it's mercedes and she's like my son and they hug and kiss and she's holding him sweetly and he's like a four-year-old kid now. Oh, yeah. Cut to like four or five years later. The, the, yeah. It's a, it's a little boy now. She's holding him, and she looks over at the rest of the land, and by a tree, there's Doña Silvia in her outfit, her last outfit, all in white, covered in blood, and she's just watching them. And, she, and Mercedes is looking at her, and then she disappears, and they she puts her son down, and they walk through the garden... And that's the end. Here we are. I have to bring this up because I'm like 95% sure we did a viewing of Misery in February of this year. Who we cares? did. Whatever. We watched it together. And that last shot of Mercedes seeing Doña Silvia covered in blood, her villain right there, but it's just a figment of her imagination, is literally the last shot of misery except you know paul sheldon or whatever and misery sees annie wilkes coming toward him with a butcher knife so it's basically the same thing and this movie i think as much as i enjoyed this movie really was heavily inspired by misery sure i mean in general hand that rocks the cradle i'm assuming is probably i i've never seen it we should watch it i got to watch hand that rocks the cradle is is that rebecca de mornay rebecca de mornay isabella to quote to quote to quote katya my favorite drag queen in one of her youtube videos she just sings this simple song rebecca de mornay try to sell a baby (laughs) that's that's what it is and this is what this film was yeah 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 let's 
let's see. Uh, so, okay, fun facts. Did you did you find any fun stuff? I have some fun stuff. Do you mind if I go first? Please. Wait, how many do you have? Because I have a few. I have two. You go. Okay, so first of all, you and the director share the same Damn birthday. <laughs> you, I had that too. Well, sweet, <laughs> sweet Daniel Rodriguez Risco is a May 11th baby. Mm-hmm. Taurus. Uh, a Taurus. Um, shares the birthday with also with Karen Kilgariff of My Favorite Murder hey. and the death of Bob Marley. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday, you two. It is uh, October. <laughs> Let's see here. Or November now. November now. I guess these are kind of two little facts here. So there's something called the National Council of Peruvian Cinematography in Peru. Conacine. Consejo uh-huh. Nacional the how the what is this cinematografia sí, peruana correct okay so in mid 1994 a new film bill was drafted that would provide financial fund for the production of films the originality of this law this like film bill film law rests on the recognition of cinema as a cultural and communication fact i believe there's some sort of lost in translation in there a little bit but whatever sure Thereby, the state has the objective to promote the national films through a decentralized, autonomous body of the film industry called Conacine, which I just told you about. Anyway, so Mm -hmm. that's like the Peruvian film thing. I'm not going to get into it. It just exists. I did a little bit of research on who was the sound, like the music director of this movie, because Uh it was a little cheesy, mystery music. And I discovered that it was a woman. And her name is Rosa Maria Oliart. She okay. was the sound designer of this movie. And she happened to be la presidenta of Conacine <gasps> back in the day. I don't believe she is in any, is anymore. So as much as I did not really enjoy the music, I liked some of it, but I found it just to kind of take me out of the movie. I think it's awesome that it was a woman who was the yeah. music director, sound designer, everybody, and who also, bad bitch, she used to be the president the of, fucking Cona- president. of Conacine. Unless Hell I'm yeah, wrong, girl. everybody, because I got this <laughs> from Wikipedia. But I believe that these are facts. So there you go. Nice. Those are my fun facts. Congrats, lady. <laughs> ¿Cómo se llama? ¿De nuevo? Eh, Rosa Maria Oliart. Felicidades, Rosa Maria. Yeah, Listen, Johnny may not have loved this one production of yours, <laughs> but you did great. Yeah, you're nailed. A, hon- a honking man down the Andes? I, d- I don't have a problem with that. Okay, my fun fact is Mayela Yokia played Mercedes Mecha, and Vanessa Sala played Doña Silvia. And Mayela Yokla, she originally wanted to be a singer, but fell into acting because her sister suggested she should audition for this dumb part of um, a mini-series mini about a Peruvian singer. I found some um, some interviews of hers, and she's done, like, a lot of work in Peru. She's, like, genuinely, like, a working actor, which is awesome. Amazing. And then Vanessa Sava, Doña Silvia, she was her, she's, girls got work. Girl nice. was, she represented Peru in Miss 
Sudamerica, 1996. She has been in performances of A Chorus Line, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and The Vagina Monologues. Amazing. I'm hoping those were all in Spanish. Please, God. Let, uh, these were all in Peru, correct? Petas y nalgas. <laughs> so, and I, who was she in Rocky Horror? Magenta, probably. I feel like she would be... She, or would she... She could be Janet. Was she Janet? She could be Janet. Honestly, listen, she nailed it in this movie. She's uh, versatile. She could play anybody. She also has a rock album called <gasps> Hasta el Sol. Did you listen to any of it? No, but we should look it up. <laughs> we should totally do that. <laughs> and then director Daniel Rodriguez Rico has the same birthday as me, May 11th. And he went to the University of Missouri and NYU. <gasps> wow. Yeah, cool. so... He didn't. He was getting his master's in cinema at NYU, but he didn't finish it because he got a awesome gig in a Peruvian college, and I think he was like educating there. So he's like, "Well, I'm a teacher there, so peace." Bye. Um, you ain't all that NYU. We get it. And as for the movie itself, it was a huge hit in Peru, and it was the third biggest Peruvian movie in the past five years of two thousand since 2014 so way to go el you fucking nailed you did you know i really think aside from you know like i said i hate to repeat myself but some of like the music choices i really found this movie well shot it was beautiful to look at gorgeous movie the performances were very strong so all good. around i was especially impressed with mayela yokya yokya and uh, I'm so sorry. What's the other? Saba? Vanessa Saba. Vanessa Saba. Oh, another fun fact about her mm -hmm. is she's of Palestinian descent. Well, those two ladies, they carried this movie. They were Absolutely. so, so good. Both and, uh, amazing. They kind of, you know, it kind of gave me some Hitch Hitchcock vibes. Uh, misery vibes. Misery vibes, but still stood on its own. Solid. So remember earlier I was like, let me ask you this thing at the end. Do you think that Doña Silvia had other women come in and things have gone awry? Because that's what made me think about when I first saw the mausoleum, I was like, she's had a bunch of different women come in and try and be like she tried to like steal their babies and maybe killed them or was a weirdo something about went, it. Something went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, because when we see the shot of Jaime in the crypt, although he could be next to the body of her husband. that That's the other thing that I was like, maybe that's her husband. Okay, so uh, how's about some questions, baby? Let's do it. Were you scared? Not really. I don't mm. really think of this as, this is more of a thriller to me, right. like a suspense thriller with some surprising gore thrown in. So no, nah, I was not very scared. How about you? Me neither. I was creeped out, but not yep. really afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your best scare? I think we already agreed on this. The little shower walk by where agreed. I thought, I, I didn't realize she was uh, Behnula, but that one actually, I jumped. So me best too. scare was the shower jump scare might as well uh who was your favorite character honestly could not decide between mercedes and the senora gemini here <laughs> as much of a crazy bitch as she was i was still sympathetic to doña silvia 
Yeah. She just really did a great job. So I'm going to give it, it's a tie between Mercedes and Silvia. For me, it's Mercedes because I love a bad bitch that just wants to survive. Yes. <laughs> she, she does. She makes it yeah. out in the end. Love and I it. think she was, she, as much as like, not that it isn't challenging to play somebody that's cold and just like manipulative and like, that's very, that vibe is tough to achieve. But I thought... Mercedes was really well-rounded. Her performance with Jaime, you saw sweetness, you saw uh, sassiness, you saw anger. Like, I thought she really delivered all, all of that stuff. Yeah, more um, of So for me, it's Mercedes. What was your best line? So my best line is actually what I thought was the creepiest line in the whole movie where they're at the crib. Doña Silvia is talking to Mercedes and she says to her, for example... If you didn't have arms or legs or a mouth to speak, you'd be the ideal woman, like an incubator. That's horrifying. And she delivered it so well, yet again, scariest, creepiest line for sure. How about yours? For me, it was when Jaime said, Esas tías completas son bien rayadas. <laughs> Give us that Peruvian slang. I love I it. I just loved hearing the Peruvian slang. And honestly, like, these rich bitches are fucking crazy. And yeah. I was like, that is so true. Like, he might as well have said, Karen. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, I think I just he hearing the both of that, like, Here's this lovely, youthful Peruvian, something I would have never heard in any other regular Spanish language type of conversation unless I was actually in Peru. You wouldn't hear, I was like, love it. Love to learn a little bit about that. There's something about Peruvian Spanish that I discovered in this movie. It's really clear and very yes. easy to understand. There's like God. a little bit of like the missing S that you hear in a lot of Spanish. Which for me is very nostalgic and comforting because that's Nicaragua. We cut right. all those S's out all over the place. It's not as like musical, I'd say, as the Nicaraguan accent. Yeah. I don't know. It was very, very nice. And I'm going to say this. As much as uh, I love a caption, I didn't rely on the subtitles as much because of that. Because everything was delivered with, like, the only time maybe that I needed it was when Jaime said something like, Esta tía completa, whatever. I understood everything. It was very measured, very clear. I don't know if that's because of the actors or it's if it's Peruvian Spanish in general. But I think it's because of Peruvian Spanish. I think so, so too. Props to you, Peru. You're nailing it. The rest of us are just like, <laughs> like crazy people. You at least are understandable, and it's lovely. Thank you. Yeah. What's your best death? Best death was the uncle gut gutting death with what I believe was CGI blood, because it was kind of off screen, but kind of not, so you saw how violent it was. It was really good. Really good. I agree. That's what I wrote, too. Tio Miguel, RIP, you nailed that. That death scene was great. Way to shake Loved, the feet. Yeah, way to shake them feet, honey. You nailed it. Um, did you learn anything? You know, as much as I enjoyed this movie, I didn't really learn anything about the Peruvian culture aside from what I just said about the Spanish, how I, I enjoyed the Spanish so much. It was very clear. It still had enough characteristics to set it apart. I liked some of the similar slang that I remember from when I used to live in Bolivia. 
because I lived in Bolivia for like five, six years. A huge thing people used to say in Bolivia was, ya pues, which I don't know if that is, maybe I'm an ass, a dumbass, and they say that everywhere. No. I don't really, I haven't heard that in many other places, but I heard it in this movie, and it just took me straight back to my youth living in Bolivia, which is, you know, has a border with Peru. So I loved that. I loved rediscovering that slang, if you will. Yeah, great. Same thing. Uh, I learned that there's beautiful little towns amongst the mountains, which I think is lovely. And um, other than that, I mean, I love that they call rich ladies tias completas, like complete ants. (laughs) (laughs) I love complete ants. Like that's, I think that's great. Goal in life to be a complete ant. Yes. Mira, I want to be a complete ant. If I'm totally rayada, then I'm sorry, pero I would love to be a complete ant. Listen. (laughs) How many ooys would you give this film? You know, I was going to give it three, but after talking about it, I'm going to give this one four. I'm going to bump it up just one more. I'd say I'm kind of, you know, uh, the music again took me out of it. The belly grab took me out of it. But when you give us performances that are this committed, this strong, you give us characters to care about, villain and protagonist, I'm all for it. So I'm going to get, you know what, fuck it. El vientre, four. Four uy. Wow. Uy, 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 uy. How about you? As a horror film, I would say it would get two uys. If we're if we're thinking like if we're thinking horror mind, definitely like we didn't get spooked or you know it was more unnerving and creeped. So if we're going by horror standards, we're getting two oys. But as a film in general, as a as a having a lovely time enjoying myself watching a film, I'm giving this one four and a half. I love this movie. Yes, love I, that. Love two women just being complicated and amazing. And I love a fucking bad bitch that will fight for her fucking life. Like, I think these two women really, like, went for it. And, like, just a bad bitch, a fucking awesome villain, and just chemistry with everything around you. I thought they built good ambiance too like in general watch this movie you're not going to be afraid trust us mm-hmm. you'll get you'll get a couple of Ooh. and you'll be mm-hmm. but it'll, it'll never moments. it'll never be yeah do it for these women cuz they're fucking dope you'll find this movie on youtube the internet said it was on Amazon. I went to Prime and it was like, this is not available in your land. So I got it don't on, cry. I watch it on iTunes. Or find it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You guys, you have several options. It's absolutely awesome. Do yourself the favor. Watch El Vientre. Yes. It's a lovely time. Yeah. And, and give Peru the love. They deserve it. They nailed it. They really do. This This movie was great. Here we are again, letting you know that Black Lives Matter Trans lives matter. Vote your ass off. Well, actually, no, 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 no. At this point, it has happened. When we release this, it has happened. Oh, shit. Well, listen, please, God, just all the fingers crossed, all the toes crossed, put the good vibes out there. Hopefully, we're on a better path by this point in our lives, whichever way it goes. (laughs) 
at least we still have each other. <laughs> and uh, at least Johnny, at least you and I still have each other. And uh, we have Wiki Horror. We have you, our lovely listeners. Listeners, please, uh, if you need solace and if you're too afraid to watch a scary movie, please come back to us. We'll tell you all about them. I we'll walk your we hand. Love, we'll walk your we'll, hand. That does we'll not. We'll walk thing. your hand. We'll hold your hand. And we'll walk hold you your through. hand. We'll we'll tell you it's okay. And listen, it is okay. We'll we can do this. We we can do. We're this. in this together. We're in this together. Hey, Johnny, I love you, man. I love you too. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> We'll be okay. Uh, Muchas gracias for coming and listening and hanging out with us. And we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Adios. Adios. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.